Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Because it's so interesting. It's a podcast or um, um presentation that came out years ago about the troubles Facebook ran into when they started trying to, I don't know, like the word censor has so many uh, connotations to it, to try to weed out stuff that they knew nobody wanted on the platform. To moderate. To moderate. Elon just said there's going to be some moderation. We'll go through some of this. It's about the Facebook site integrity team when they started trying to moderate on Facebook. So the site integrity team, the, those 12 people at the time, they, they realized they had to start spelling out exactly what they meant. Precisely. All of these people at Facebook were in charge of trying to define nudity. So, I mean, yeah, the first cut at it was visible male and female genitalia and then visible female breasts. And then the question is, well, OK, how much of a breast needs to be showing before it's nude? And the thing that we landed on was if you could see essentially the nipple and areola, then that's nudity. And it would have to be taken down, which theoretically at least would appease these protesters because, you know, now when a picture would pop up of a mother breastfeeding, as long as the child was blocking the view of the nipple and the areola, they, they could say, cool, no problem. The, the protesters they refer to as early in Facebook when they still only had 10 million users as opposed to half the planet, uh, there was a giant protest out in front of the Facebook headquarters from moms who wanted to be able to tweet or uh, f- uh, put post pictures on Facebook of them breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And uh, those had been taken down because it was considered nudity and they protested. And of course, Mark Zuckerberg, the last thing he wanted to be was anything that, that people on the left didn't like. So they had to start down the road of moderating. And as you heard there, it got complicated and it continues. 
Then you start getting pictures that are women with just their babies on their chest with their breasts bare. Like, for example, maybe baby was sleeping on the chest of a bare-breasted woman and not actively breastfeeding. Okay, now what? Like, is this actually breastfeeding? No, it's actually not breastfeeding. The woman is just holding the baby and she has her top off. No, but she was clearly just breastfeeding the baby. Well, like well, I would just before. say, well, right. I would say it's sort of like kicking a soccer ball. Like a photo of someone who has just kicked the soccer ball, you can tell the ball is in the air, but there's no contact between the foot and the ball in that moment, potentially. <laughs> so although it is a photo of someone kicking a soccer ball, they are not, in fact, kicking the soccer ball in that photo. <laughs> That's a good and this, this became the procedure or the, the protocol or the approach for all these things was we have to base it purely on what we can see in the image. And so they didn't allow that to stay up under the rules because it could be too easily exploited for other types of content like nudity or pornography. <laughs> right. So, so that settled it, and they figured it out completely. So if you had a baby in the picture, you could show your, your nude body. Well, obviously that wasn't going to fly. It goes on. We got to the only way you could objectively say that the baby and the mother were engaged in breastfeeding is if the baby's lips were touching the woman's nipple. So they included what you could call like an attachment clause. But as soon as they got that rule in place... Like you would see, you know, a 25-year-old woman and a teenage-looking boy, right? And, like, what the hell is going on there? Oh, yeah, it mm. gets really weird if you, like, start entering into, like, child age. I wasn't even going to bring that up because it's kind of gross. <laughs> it's like breastfeeding porn. Is that a thing? Are there sites like that? Apparently. That? Yes, there is. And Or people that liked taking advantage of it because there's a lot of trolls out there. Okay, oh, you'll boy. allow breastfeeding, so now we got a... You know, a 19-year-old boy who's latched onto the dimple of a a, a grown-up woman and... Oh, boy, getting troubling. <laughs> so then you got to figure out what's the right age. Okay, here we go. And so this team, they realized they needed to have a nudity rule that uh, allowed for breastfeeding, but also had some kind of an age cap. So, so, uh, so then we were saying, okay, once you've progressed past infancy, then we believe that it's inappropriate. But then... Pictures would start popping up on their screen and they'd be like, wait, is that an infant? Like, where's the line between infant and toddler? And so the thing that we landed on was if it looked like the child could walk on his or her own, then too old. Big enough to walk, yeah. too big to breastfeed. Oh, that could be 18 oh, well, that's months. Like, yeah, that's like a year old in some cases. Yeah. And like the World Health Organization recommends breastfeeding until, you know, like 18 months or two years, which meant there were a lot of photos still being taken down. Within, you know, days, we uh, continuing to hear reports from people that their photographs were still being targeted. And an attempt to keep pictures off of Facebook of 19-year-old college dudes latched onto the nipple of some grown woman. Well, not to get off on a tangent, but do you remember that one boss of mine whose uh, wife was breastfeeding her kid at like age seven? Right. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, Michael, that's how everybody reacted. The first time you saw it, it was like, wait, what? Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? Yeah, I don't know. Who am I to judge? I don't want to get too far off track here, but I just, I just, I've never understood the, the enthusiasm for breastfeeding in public. Sure, you should be allowed. It's perfectly natural. I don't rec- recoil in horror or think it's awful if my kids see it or anything like that. But I don't personally know. Well, I know a couple of hippies who are enthusiastic about it. They, they would rather do it in public, it would seem to me, than in private. But almost every other mom I've known, including the mother of my children, preferred to like be in the car or another room where there aren't there's nobody around that's going to be looking at them. The, right. I really want to do it in public because I have the right, crowd is just all right whatever 
You know, that's funny. It doesn't bother me at all. In fact, frequently I've approached breastfeeding women with a nice hot cup of coffee in my hand and said, hey, I'd like a little milk in this. Do you mind? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but not the worst thing that's ever been on Facebook. So they move from nudity to other stuff like violence. And so this small team at Facebook got a little bigger and bigger, jumped up to 60 people and then 100. And they set out to create rules and definitions for everything. Can we go through some of sort of the ridiculous examples? Yes, please. That's why we're here. Okay. So gore. Gore. You mean violence kind of gore? Yes. So the gore standard was headline, we don't allow graphic violence and gore. And then the shorthand definition they used was no insides on the outside. No guts, no blood pouring out of something. Blood was a separate issue. There was uh, an excessive blood rule. They had to come up with rules about bodily fluids. Semen, for example, would be allowed in like a clinical setting. But like, what does a clinical setting mean? Mm. And, you know, does that mean if someone is in a lab coat? Oh, wow. Yes, I'm on the uh, the mucus subcommittee of the Facebook Gore Patrol. <laughs> and then one more category and we can discuss. And so from then on, as they run into problems... Those rules just constantly get updated. Constant amendments. Yeah, constant amendments. New problem, new rule. Another new problem, updated rule. In fact, at this point, they, they're amending these rules up to 20 times a month. Wow. Really? Yeah. Take, for example, those rules about breastfeeding. In 2013, they removed the attachment clause. So the baby no longer needed to have its mouth physically touching the nipple of the woman. Oh. And, in fact, uh, one nipple and or areola could be visible in the photo. No, but not two. For, no, for no, obvious two reasons. Two is too much. <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> Right. So if you want to listen to that whole thing, it's fascinating. And we have the whole thing at our website, armstrongandgetty.com. At the very beginning, they point out that so Mark Zuckerberg, because as as I always say, this doesn't this isn't talked about enough. It was a freaking accident that he ended up a billionaire. So he had no plan for all of this, obviously. Um, uh, so they assembled a team of just like a few people when they realized, oh, the, well, they had the breastfeeding uh, uh, protesters outside their gates. And, oh, no, we've get, we're getting national controversy for being mean to moms who want to breastfeed. We don't want to be that. And that's how they started down the road of this. And they, they just grabbed a few people that had been there, like it says in the podcast, they were assigned to the project because they'd been there for nine months as opposed to the people at Facebook that had been there for nine days. So they chose these eight people to decide what should be allowed on that. And they would go through one picture at a time. And, oh. you know, as Facebook grew, it became a problem of scale and but they needed more and more people as a, the the problems got more and more complicated violence do you allow violence of course you don't allow violence what about war you want to be able to have wars well that's news okay that kind of violence what's a war what's not a war blah 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 what's a crime that people should know about what is just posting for gratuitous reasons i don't know but these are the problems that elon's going to run into i think elon will have the the advantage of not caring about tying himself into knots to appease every political politically correct group out there he'll have that oh hey man that's that's quality number one he's going to bring to it yeah but it's still a problem i like the discussion of what defines art too which is always uh you know a vexing problem for mankind but yeah so you get into that as well what if i have art depicting terrible violence uh to illustrate the the needlessness of war you know that sort of thing do what? i take that down if you it's if, 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 if a guy is pardon the expression if a guy is taking a dump on a picture of putin is that art <laughs> it is, but I'm not going to hang it in my living room. 